The NFL Draft is right around the corner. As that pre-draft tension grows around the league, teams are scattered around trying out as many prospects as possible. But how will the draft actually play out? We have you covered here on Beyond the Blitz. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Beyond the Blitz again. My name is Brandon. I'm Justin. And I'm Ayende. We are going to be doing our NFL drafts. Here's how this is going to work. Each one of us are going to have a team, and we're all going to draft for our team all 32 picks. We are all allowed one trade throughout the entire draft. The Cardinals are on the clock. All right, so with this one, I mean, I'm going to go with an unconventional pick here, even though this isn't one of their needs. With the first overall pick in the NFL draft, the Arizona Cardinals are going to select Quarterback, Kyler Murray, Oklahoma. I disagree with that one, man. I disagree with that one. You see, Dolan Kyler right here is saying that you have no faith in the quarterback that they drafted last year in the first round. And I think that he's a decent quarterback. I think the Cardinals have more glaring needs at this point, And they have to fill the defensive need in Nick Rosen. I don't think that Rosen is going to be what the Cardinals need in, in terms of, uh, of a quarterback. And I think Kyler Murray is probably going to be the best bet for them. Probably going to be the, the Baker Mayfield for that team. Yeah. I think with Kyler Murray, he fits Cliff Kingsbury's system better than Rosen is, and I think they could get a couple of good picks for Rosen, but again, it's just seeing who's available. The 49ers are on the clock. This took a lot of debating. 49ers need a lot of defense felt, so I'm, the 49ers are going to pick Greedy Williams, LSU. Okay. They really need some more depth in the secondary, and that's why I chose Greedy. Huh. Interesting. Wow. I, I thought he would maybe be a late first-round pick. Uh, yeah, with Greedy Williams, I think easily the best corner in this draft. I, I can say that. Maybe not worth a top-five pick. I think could be worth a top-ten pick, but number two overall, that just a little bit steep there at that. But still, I think it like if they did pick him here, I don't think it would be a wasted pick. The Jets are on the clock. All right, so right here I think it's a no-brainer. The Jets have glaring defensive needs, and they have a lot of stuff to improve on, but... The best way to do that is to pick up the best player in the draft, who I think is Nick Boza out of Ohio State. And I think that this player could very well be the foundation for building the future of the Jets' defense. I completely agree. I think whoever gets Nick Bosa is going to be the foundation of their defense. The Raiders are on the clock. All right. Well, the Oakland Raiders, I mean, you have a lot of needs. You have three picks in this draft. How are you going to use those picks? Right now, if you're the Raiders and you're John Gruden, just get the best available. And right now, the best available is Josh Allen, edge out of Kentucky. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think right there with Nick Bose, I think that they're both going to be dominant. I think they're going to be right there head-to-head for the Rookie of the Year award. And I think that it's a great pickup for the Raiders. The Buccaneers are on the clock. The, this is another team that needs, again, some more. They need a lot of things, but I think sort of focusing on the defensive side, more specifically the front seven, the Buccaneers are going to pick Linebacker Devin White out of LSU. I agree completely. Great pick. Best linebacker in this draft. I think he might be the best overall defensive player who's ready in the NFL right away. I think he can lead this Bucks defense. They just lost their middle linebacker, and now they get another LSU linebacker to lead their defense. I think that, give him a couple of years, I think he'll be one of the dominant linebackers in the league. The Giants are on the clock. You know, again, another no-brainer. Eli Manning is going into his possible last season here. In my opinion... The best quarterback of the draft, Dwayne Haskins. Okay. I I like that pick. I think that there's been a lot of rumors that the Giants won't pick him, but I think if you're the Giants, you have to pick him because Eli's got one season left, if not half a season. I'm sort of two minds about it. 
I, I agree that you get, get the best quarterback in the draft, but I, I, do, I do sort of agree with the Dwayne Haskins pick. Well, I think the best way to go right here is you, you have a Manning quarterback. Just let him sit a year behind Eli Manning and just let him learn. And then next season, I think he'll, just like Mahomes, get his start the following season, and I think he'll be a powerhouse. The Jaguars are on the clock. Difficult decision here. So you have a brand-new quarterback, and you might need to retune that offense towards him a little bit. You got some receivers. You got the running back. But you also have some offensive line needs. You also have some defensive needs as well because they did lose some defense over the offseason. So this is kind of a difficult – it's between two players for me. But I think right here, if you're the Jaguars, you're going to go with the seventh pick, Juwan Taylor, offensive tackle Florida. I agree. Yeah. I completely agree. Get that foundation, you know, protect Nick Foles back there and make sure that dude doesn't get injured. The Lions are on the clock. I think there's been a theme of, like, there's been a lot of tough positions put on the defensive side, but I think that this one was tough. The Lions are going to pick cornerback Brian Murphy out of Washington. You are just full of surprises right now, my friend. I, th- I, again, this is another team that really, that I feel like he really needs a good secondary. I was really, it was the, between, between him and doing, getting a tight end, but I feel like the tight end is something that they will probably draft later on. And, cause I don't think that, it, I don't think we're probably not going to see a tight end in, during the first round. I think as most teams in the need, I think they need an edge rusher. And so. Yeah, there's one player that's still on the board that should have already been off by the first five picks. But I think this would have been a good pick for Greedy Williams if he was still there. I think it would have been a nice fit. The Bills are on the clock. I think that the Bills right here go TJ Hawkinson out of Iowa, tight end. Wow. Just as I said, there may not be a tight end in this first round. I am proven wrong. Who is their tight end? They don't have one. They need one. The tight end is the foundation for any short passing game. They need a powerful tight end, and I think TJ Hawkinson will provide exactly what they need. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's more defensive needs, and there is one player on the board that they needed more than Hawkinson. The Broncos are on the clock. All right, so you definitely need offensive line needs here, but there's one player that literally will make their defense a top five defense in the NFL. And so with the 10th pick in the NFL draft, the Broncos select Quinton Williams, yep. Alabama. How is he still on the board? That literally makes no sense to me. He is a top five player. The Bills, I think, should have picked him because he could be the next Marcel Darius for them, um, who was also out of Alabama. So I was just really surprised that he was on the board. And even though this isn't a glaring need for the Broncos, best available. I think it's possible, but I think that there's just been too much talk about them going with Drew Locke in that first round. I don't think that they should. I think you're right on it. But they're, they've just been talking way too much about Drew Locke to pass up on him, I think. The Bengals are on the clock. None of these are no-brainers to me, but I feel like I feel like with a banged-up offense, they sort of would, whoever they end up putting the quarterback, they're going to need they're going to need an O-line. But also at the same time, I think they still need to work on their defense. So for the Bengals pick, I think I'm going to – this is hard, but I'm going, I'm going Devin Bush from Michigan. Good mm. pick. I like that pick. I like that one too. That they, they need. They just got rid of Perfect and now need a change of scenery. Devin Bush, I think, would be the heart of their defense and really the key to their rebuild. The Packers are on the clock. Trade alert! Trade alert! Now this might just be a fantasy of mine. It's the only why I'm picking it because I want to see it happen. The Raiders trade up to the 12th spot. 
and beside Antonio Brown. They trade up to get DK Metcalf. No! That's awful. No! That's terrible. I think it's fantasy. I want to see Antonio Brown coach up a rookie like DK Metcalf. So what did they trade? They would have had to trade both of their picks. So you're saying the Packers are also going to have 27 and 24? No, you, you I gotta think, think about just this. get rid of their twenty fourth. Okay, on trade. Okay. I think they'll get rid of their twenty fourth, and I think they'll get rid of uh, third round. Okay, I I, I just think that. Uh, yeah, that I, I think, I think they have. I I think the the Raiders have enough weapons on offense. I don't think they need another receiver. I feel like the the glaring issues is not on again on the offensive side. I feel like you just got an edge rusher. I think you should look more towards the cornerback position. I don't think you still have that strong of a secondary. You know, strong and free safeties are not glaring needs, but they are still sort of position that you still want to keep an eye out. And I, I don't think I don't like this pick. I well, you also got to look at this way. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's John Gruden. Yeah, you know, he's reckless out there. Yeah, you do got to look at it that way as well. And I, again, I think it's just a fantasy. I want to see Metcalf with Antonio Brown. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen, but I want it to happen, so I did it anyway. All right. The Dolphins are on the clock. All right, so I think it kind of is a no-brainer what they're going to do here, but I was just hoping that they would have traded up to get Haskins because I think that is their move. That's what they should do in the draft. They should trade ahead somehow in front of the Giants and get Haskins, but here... Like, there's a, a lot of needs that they, they have. So they have quarterback, D-line. There, there's a lot of things that you can do here. The 13th pick in the NFL draft, the Dolphins select Ed Oliver Houston. All right. I just think Drew Locke could have been their pick, but I honestly think they can get a quarterback maybe just as good as him in the second round. Okay. If not, just a little bit. Like, I think they can get a Will Greer or Daniel Jones in the second round. You really think Ed Oliver's the best available D-tackle, though? I think he may not be the best available, but I feel like he might fit the Dolphins better than, than sort of the other any of the other players. Yeah. I predict to bust, but we'll yeah. see. The Falcons are on the clock. Okay, yeah. I, I know there's a Falcons fan that's sitting right right across from me. I don't know if he's going he's gonna to like what I'm going to say, but uh, I think for the Falcons, I'm going to draft Jeffrey Simmons, Mississippi State. I agree with what is left. I would have wanted Ed Oliver to go to the Falcons because Dan Quinn loves his speed, but he just went to the Dolphins. And so I think Jeffrey Simmons is the best possible pickup left for them. So yeah, I, I congratulate it. it. Yep. They really do need to work on the, the D-line. I, I have noticed a pattern that I, I really like my defense. <laughs> the Redskins are on the clock. All right, so this is another pick where they need a quarterback. And I've been saying it all season long. I think that this quarterback would be the best fit for this team. You know, they don't have a quarterback. Alex Smith is gone. You know, Case is not the future for that team. Neither is Mark Sanchez. Like, come on. So this is a character I feel like would be a really good fit with Washington. And I think that quarterback is Will Greer out of West Virginia. Wow. He's wow. going to be available in the second round for them. Why not Locke or even Jones? I, I probably would I think is going to be the best fit with them. I think Locke is going to be the biggest bust of the draft, in my opinion. I mean, I think the, I the think Redskins could trade up for him in the second round. He's going to be available in the second round. It's more about when players will get picked, less about the fit. But I agree that this is a fit for the Redskins. The Redskins do need to draft real career. Yeah, they, they, need, they do need... That's home team. I've said it for a long time. They're a solid team, but they need a good leader. They need a quarterback that could lead that team. The only reason I don't think they're going to wait till the second round is because they don't want to risk it. They mm-hmm. don't want to risk anything wild happening. That's true. Yeah. Wild things happen in the draft. That's true. They're going to want their leader early and often. That's true. The Panthers are on the clock. All right, I think this one's pretty easy. They need an edge rusher. 
They have an edge rusher available who I think is a top 10 talent. Rashawn Gary, Michigan. Okay. Edge rusher. I agree. I think that is going to be the best fit that they can have. Yeah. I also think he might very well possibly be the best available left in the draft. Yeah. The Giants are on the clock. I think we've already talked about how the Giants, they do need a quarterback, but I feel like they, they also need some depth in the secondary. So we're the Giants. I'm going Jonathan Abram, Mississippi. Okay. They need a good safety. Right. To yeah, a little bit early. Picks. I mean, it's 17. Early. I agree. It is a little bit early for him to be drafted, but got, I feel like it's it's. And they just got Jabril Peppers. So you what? need another secondary. Like I, I don't know. I, it's a gut feeling. You you have you know what I mean. If yeah. I were them, if I were the Giants at this pick, you know they had the arguably the worst offensive line last season. I think that they would have to go with Andre Dillard out of Washington State. I can see that. Buff well. up that offensive line. Yeah. The Vikings are on the clock. So over here, you know, the Vikings they had a very off summit last year. And so that leaves the glaring question, what's the problem? And I think that problem is they need an outside linebacker. And so who do you got at the outside linebacker? I think that is Montez Sweet out of Mississippi State. Okay. I can see him going there. I mean, he has been rumored with, like, some, I think, a heart condition or something um, as well right after the draft. But he had a monster draft, though. So I could definitely see him going top 20. The Titans are on the clock. So with the Titans here, so they have glaring needs on the front front four. And there are only a handful of guys you can get right here, but there's a guy, I think with all my picks, I'm just like going best available. And right now, there's one guy that the Titans could get that can really bolster that team, and I think that's Christian Wilkins Clemson. All right. All right, I see. Okay. I can see that too. I think that's a good pick for them, and I think that he's going to do great things in Tennessee. The Steelers are on the clock. I have a Steelers fan that's right next to me. I don't know. Don't do me wrong. Come on. Brown is gone, but I don't think they need a receiver yet. Thank you, Lord. I don't think they need a receiver yet. I think they should focus on on the linebacker position. I think they need they need an inside linebacker. But, however, I think I'm going to go with my, my actual pick. It will probably be DeAndre Baker of Georgia. I like that pick. With what is available, I like that pick. Because we need we need corners. Hayden is on his last year of his contract, so he might leave next year. I mean, anything can happen in Pittsburgh. Like, yes, yeah, yeah. As as you've seen, like the Steelers, I think have had a very. This has been a very interesting off season for the for the Steelers. But I feel like they will have receivers. They still they still got Juju. Like this is what Roethlisberger's last season. I think he'll he still has a great weapon in Juju, and I feel like they should really focus on that secondary and really build that secondary. The Seahawks are on the clock. I said it earlier when we were talking about the Giants, and I think that the Seahawks are going to take advantage of the Giants' mistake here. I think that they need to bolster up that offensive line, and I think the best way to do that is to get Andre Dillard out of Washington State. Nice pick, dude. I like it for the Seahawks. They've always had offensive line issues, and now they can finally address it here in the first round. The Ravens are on the clock. There's lots you can do here with the Ravens. Ooh, um, there's is... so much you can do glaring needs at a lot of positions and right now i think it i don't know if it's i think it's less to do with best available because there's one player you could get at edge that they need but honestly i think i want to go for a splash um i mean his cousin played for a crosstown rival Steelers, so i want to go marquise brown here um and get the number one receiver that lamar jackson needs I honestly thought marquise brown might go a little bit earlier in the draft so to see him fall down to the ravens at 22 i think that's a pretty good pickup yeah. yeah, I probably would have won a safety because they just because Ravens just lost Weddle. 
But this is all, but I think this is also a safe pick for the Ravens. I think Lamar Jackson, he's probably going to have a better weapons than, you know, Flacco had last year. Yeah. So. The Texans are on the clock. Ooh, the Texans. This one was rough, but I had to go offensive line. And I had to go Jonah Williams out of Alamapo. I like that pick for them. They need offensive line. That's their biggest need that they have. I mean, the team, I wouldn't say is pretty complete without, you know, just drafting offensive line. But mm. overall, I think that's a good pick for them. I agree with it as well. I think that any time an offensive lineman goes in the first round, I think it's a great pickup because that's really the only good spot to find a good offensive lineman in the draft. Because other than that, they're just going to get pushed around in the NFL, honestly. Yeah. The Packers are on the clock. So I get the other uh, part of my trade, my crazy trade here. I will admit it was a crazy trade, but again, it's John Gruden. He's a wild card. i got to fit the John Gruden personality. So the Packers here at their spot, I think that they're going to pick up, in what, what my opinion is, the best safety left in the draft. Nasir Adderley out of Delaware. That is, I don't know how I feel about that. That it, is an okay... I've heard mixed reactions on him. I've seen mixed reactions on like Bleacher Report and NFL and ESPN. A whole bunch of different reactions. I've seen that he's one of the best safeties in the draft. I've also seen that overrated. I've also seen that as well. So it's just hard to evaluate players you know, when they you haven't seen them even try to fail on the team. Yet. Well, here at this point, you know, the Packers have shown very large interest in this player, and they've been trying him out a lot, and I think he's going to work great in Green Bay. This pick should have been where we started focusing on tight ends. I think Jimmy Graham doesn't have a lot left in the tank. I feel like they should have somebody just just in case some something happens. So like with Graham, you know, he, not, he may not produce the numbers that he produced when he was in Seattle, so I think we, we need another a tight end in that to fill that position. The Eagles are on the clock. All right, so with the Eagles here, there's a lot of different ways. Honestly, before they got Jordan Howard, I think running back was going to be the pick here, but now without Jordan Howard, I don't think running back is the pick. So I think I'm just going to go safe with who's available, and I'm going to go Cody Ford, Oklahoma. I completely agree with that. I think that they need to do everything they possibly can to protect Carson Wentz, who is the most injury-prone quarterback in the league. Yeah, it's true. It's it's sad, but it's actually but it's but it's true. Like you were saying, I was thinking before the Howard trade, I was thinking they go running back and they and they go they probably pick up Josh Jacobs, but I don't think that's gonna happen now. So yeah. this is a good pick for them. The Colts are on the clock. So Colts, one I was started looking at you know def- defensive line. And honestly, I might just, I don't think, I don't know how he's going to fit well in with the Colts scheme, but I think I'm going to go Dexter Lawrence from Clemson. Good pick. Good pick. Best available. I think that, again, I don't know how he's going to fit either, but I think that's a really good pick for them. Um, Again, best available. It's exactly, I think, what this defense needs on that front seven. I I agree. You know, it's it's an all right trade. I don't think he'll be a monster. I don't think he'll be breaking records or anything, but he'll give them enough depth to succeed even more than the Colts did last season. By the way, the Colts are on the rise. Mm-hmm. The Raiders are on the clock. There's not a lot to say about the Raiders right now. I think the first running back is going to go here. I think Josh Jacobs goes to the Raiders. I like that pick. That If I had that pick, I would have picked him there, too. Because Lynch, dude, he's out the door, man. Yeah. He, I don't even know. Is he, I'm, I think he's still on the team, but like he's out the door very soon. He's old. You need a guy to come in there and just pound it with the running game, especially with now getting... You know, two star receivers and Brown and Metcalf on that team, and then now you can ground and pound on the running game as well. Like that, that would be pretty, 
Um, yeah. amazing. I think After- Marshawn, Marshawn just he doesn't fit the. I don't think he fits the Raiders, and I feel like Jacobs fits the Raiders more than any more than than Lynch does. This is something else with Jacobs. After coming out of arguably the best running back draft class in history, I think Josh Jacobs is the the only NFL ready caliber running back in this draft, and I think that the Raiders honestly get a steal here at twenty seven. Yeah, the Chargers are on the clock. Alright, well, there's a lot of needs of the Chargers. Well, not too many. I mean, they just... I think they had a pretty decent season. But again, a lot of these lower picks are best available. And what goes well with your team. Because, like, with a lot of these teams, like, they need corners. But there, I don't think there's any corners left that can be first-round picks. Same with safeties. Same with linebackers. So, right now, if you are the Chargers, you're just going to go safe here. You're going to get an offensive lineman, and you're going to get Greg Little Ole Miss. Okay. All right. I see. I think that's a good pickup. Good, solid pickup. The Chiefs are on the clock. So, this was one I had to do a little bit of digging on because I saw, like, say they might need some uh, some help on a defensive line and stuff. I also know that, that they just lost their center. And so, I think with this pick, I think I'm going to go Garrett Bradbury out of center in North Carolina State. Come on. I like that pick. I don't know. They got to go defense here. They gave up pretty much almost every one of their secondary members here. I think they got a good safety. Yeah, but, but you. But we really just. But we just said that there's not a lot of good safeties on the on, like maybe, on the draft. Maybe Taylor Rapp. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna fit the Chiefs. If anything, I feel like they should fill that center position that they just lost. And I think Garrett Bradbury. He's the only good player on that position who I think is gonna fit the Chiefs. Yeah, but I also think let's think about this though. Some teams may be thinking differently than us, and that it's more about just getting a position. Then it is about best available. So I think that they could definitely go. I would have gone edge rusher because there's some two really good edge rushers still available in Farrell and Burns. The Packers are on the clock. Now, you were just talking about edge rushers, and the Packers still have a long way to go on the defensive side of the ball. And so I think right here they got to get Clem and Farrell out of Clemson. Yeah, Dude, no, I agree. Pick there. I like that pick. Yeah, I can't say anything more. I think it was good. I, I would have seen tight end as well, though. Yeah, I can this see is... Noah Fant going here as well. I don't think there's any more Noah Fant pure tight ends to go at this spot. The Rams are on the clock. All right, well, Rams got a lot of needs, but trade alert, trade alert, trade alert. Ooh. So, the Dolphins are going to trade back into this first round. Oh. So, I said before, so I had the Dolphins pick. I think I picked Ed Oliver for them. Yes. Um, I did pick Ed Oliver. Yeah. So I'm going to go. So they trade back in this first round. They're going to get the quarterback that they want. Drew Locke is going to be the 31st overall pick here. What? As they trade back into this first round. Huh. Daniel Jones is not a first-round talent. I think Drew Locke has enough to be the leader. I think what could happen, Drew Locke is a experiment. And I think this could really work out, especially having Ryan Fitzpatrick there. And this right here is a prime example of what had the Redskins take him with Gray in the first round. Because now the Broncos are very angry that their boy Drew Locke is gone. Yep. And I think they possibly could have traded up at this spot to get Will Greer instead. But, you know, Will Greer's gone in the first round. Yeah. So Drew Locke, again, I think he's the bust of the draft. But interesting, interesting decision there. The Patriots are on the clock. I feel like this one is a no-brainer. We know the Patriots just lost Rob Gronkowski. I feel like... In terms, for me at least, I think because he's still on the board and they need a tight end, Noah Font out of Iowa. I can, okay, so Noah Fant is a good player, but that's just not how the Patriots work, man. Patriots get best available and they could get a tight end and they could probably get Irv Smith in the second round or they could get any uh, other okay tight end. Like Gronkowski, when he came out of college, he wasn't the top tight end in the draft. He got drafted, like I think, in the second or thir- third round, I think. So I think the Patriots would go tight end in that round. And the Patriots, like what they need, they need D-line. 
So I wouldn't be surprised if they just went best available and got uh, Jerry Tillery out of Notre Dame. But I could also think of Brian Burns out of Florida State. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. That was too. that was my second. My it was between it was between Font and then Brian Burns. But yeah. I felt like I may not be looking because I mean I'm am impartial to the Patriots, but I do I do think that that's that's a very that's a position that needs to be filled. Yeah, I I don't know. I think this is a good. It could be a good pick, but honestly, I don't know. We'll see. So a couple things. So. We went half an hour on this. That that, that was like. Really well, that was a lot. That was a lot. That was a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. We expected this to go a lot longer, so we got a lot of time to just kind of talk now. So here's what we're gonna do. Let's look at players that are still available. Let's first go. All right, steal of the second round. Steal the second round with players that are still available. Jerry Tillery. I was gonna say either Tillery or Burns. I think AJ Brown's another. Very good prospect. Yeah. Fitting very well somewhere. I think Brian Burns, he was, I think he was going to be like a top 25 pick. So the fact that he's still available at 33. I could really honestly see the Cardinals going to get A.J. Brown in the second round because um, they still have Fitzgerald over there. So having a veteran like Fitzgerald to catch up a younger kid. Yeah, that would be. Arizona would really help. That could be a good pick right there. I can see it. All right. So out of the players picked. So you already said Julak you think is the biggest bust, but for all of us, who do you think is the biggest bust out of all the players that we pick on the team that we picked them on? It's a really hard question. A lot of I will say this. Good players. I will say this. Even though he, he he's a good player, I don't think Metcalf is going to fit in the Raiders. I don't think it's going to fit. Mm-hmm. You can, like, you can, like I said, it's a, it's a fantasy for you, and I, and you know, appreciate that. But I don't think he's gonna fit well into the Raiders scheme. Yeah. All right. I would just love to see a monster like Metcalf train with a monster like AB on the same team. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna say this, and this is hard for me to say. Oh. Hmm. DeAndre Baker is gonna be a bust for the Steelers if he goes there. Oh man. Are Steelers. Really. Come on, look at Artie Burns. Look at what he's done for the Steelers. He's done nothing. If it, I feel like the only player I would love to see as a corner go to the Steelers is Greedy Williams. If he falls, I would love to see him go to Pittsburgh. But any of these other ones, I'd like, don't. I, we're just not good at drafting first round corners. Like, the last <laughs> time we drafted a corner, like, and with a high, like, couple picks, like, rounds wise, was, I think, William Gay. So, like, and that kind of tells you where, where we're at. So I, I just don't think I could see DeAndre Barker fitting in that system. Okay, I really didn't like this pick. I really wanted to see it play out a lot differently. I think the whole draft would have played out differently. Win. I don't think Kyler Murray will at all succeed in Arizona. They have way too many holes on that team to make it a good team. Kyler will be on the field way too much. He will not have enough targets to get the ball to. He won't have enough time to throw the ball. He, even if he is a decent player, he might actually be a good player in the NFL, but he will not be a good player in Arizona, just like Josh Rosen wasn't. I don't think that Arizona has enough talent on that team to help a quarterback succeed. They should have won defense in the first round. Where would you put them? Kyler? Yep. Denver. I could possibly see Denver, but, I mean, to be honest, you know I would love to see Kyler play. Let's go to Washington. Because before this Arizona Cardinals, like, getting a number one overall, like, when he first declared saying, I'm going to enter the draft, I thought, Redskins, this is your chance. I think, like, Kyler Murray and then Will Greer. Those are the two quarterbacks I would draft. Picking between the two, I'd pick Kyler Murray because I think he's the better. Out of the two right now, I think Wilger could develop. But I think that would be a perfect fit. I mean, think about the last time the the Redskins, when they drafted RG3. You know, a team that people never really saw playoff contenders ended up being, what, 
16 in the playoffs, went 10 and 6, and probably would have won that game against the Seahawks if RG3 didn't get injured. I feel like they have had good track records of drafting quarterbacks. And I feel like Kyler Murray would fit the Redskins really well. I think there's enough weapons for Murray in Washington to where everything that you were saying about him on the Cardinals, I feel like would be remedied on the, on the Redskins. I agree. I can see him. I can see him succeeding with the Redskins, but again, I still think that Will Greer would succeed more in Washington. Yeah, but which okay. is why I saw them picking him so early. Even though I do agree, Will Greer suffers from talent. Yeah, they're just getting their guy. Yeah, yeah. I think it's they, kind they of really, the, they really kind of the same guy. thing with they're Baker. Really... Like Baker Mayfield, I don't think he was worth the number one overall pick, but the Browns knew he was their guy. Like he knew this is the guy we want, even though he probably should have been picked outside the first five picks. They knew he was their guy, and they went after him. So the Redskins could do the same thing. So we went over the first one really fast. It was really rapid fire. It was really quick pace. So we just went over the biggest bust. So now let's go to who we predict, assuming that the Rookie of the Year award comes out of the first round. Who on this list is going to get the Rookie of the Year? All right, we just talking about Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie, Defensive Rookie? Just all of the Rookie of the Year. That's hard. For me, I think it's a no-brainer. I think that I've been saying this. I think he's the best player in the draft. I think Nick Boza. Yeah, I was about to say it's Boza, isn't it? Light it up in the Jets, and I think it's gonna. Add, I think Nick Boza will win them at least two games on his own talent. Yeah, I can see that. But I, I'm gonna try to go away from the tide from both of you guys. If this player went to where I predicted him going, even though he has lots of talent around him, he could do really well. Quentin Williams. With Denver, with that defense, even though he does have a lot of talent around him, I think he can dominate with that defense. Especially, like, if you are putting a double team on Vaughn or on Bradley Chubb, if you're double teaming either one of those guys in the middle, Quentin Williams can mess up an offensive line. My only thing with that is I don't think a defensive tackle is going to get the rookie of the year. But I, I do agree with a lot of things he said. I just don't think that a defensive tackle can get that award. I think Devin might. I think Devin White might sleep. Like I think, I think we might be sleeping on Devin White. I can see Devin White, especially especially on the Buck. Like I feel like he might succeed. He might succeed really well in the Buccaneers. I don't think he'll be rookie of the year. He'll be in talks for rookie of the year. But I do think he's he'll probably be a sleeper. Sort of how I sort of how I felt about Baker. I mean, I thought he was going to be good. I think I, I didn't think oh he was going to be that good on the Browns. But I mean, hey, look what he did. Look what look what happened to that team. Yeah. So we talked about defensive players. Who do you think will get offensive rookie of the year? Hmm, that's gonna that's that's harder. That is harder. I think that is gonna be a quarterback. Right. And I think he, that quarterback. You you think it's Haskins? Mm, no, Haskins won't play next year, so it won't be him. No, it won't be a quarterback. I don't think so. Y'all already know who I'm picking. Who is it? Right here. Come on, Josh Jacobs. You're gonna get the offensive rookie of the yeah. year. I think the Raiders they do need to bolster that offensive line a little bit. Though, if he is going to have some success. But if he goes to the Raiders, I think he could have at least 1,200 yards. I agree. And like 10 plus touchdowns. Honestly, not very many offensive players went the first round. And outside of linemen and quarterbacks who most likely won't see the field, I think Josh Jacobs is going to win it by default. I don't think there's anyone else. An offensive line won't win rookie of the year, no matter how good he might be. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a skill player. And I think maybe. the running back is he's the only running back that went in the first round. So. Yeah. I could also see, like, maybe, like, DK Metcalf or Marquise Brown. I feel I, I see Brown more than Metcalf. Again, I he's a great player. Don't think he uh, don't think he works on that team. I think not, with, not with AB. I exactly. feel like AB is going to get targeted. I think AB is on that team. He's going to get targeted so much. I don't think Metcalf works on the Raiders, but I don't know where else he would go. Washington Redskins. Come I don't. On. I don't know. I one receiver. 
That's who I had him going to because I think he can fall to 15, and I think they can get Will Greer in the second round. I, I thought Brown was going to go to the Redskins. I would like I would like to see him at the Redskins. No, he's not a true number one yet. My thing with Metcalf yeah. on the Raiders is that Antonio Brown is going to get blanketed in coverage. He's going to be triple covered most of the time, leaving Metcalf on single coverage, and a man that strong in single coverage can leap over a cornerback like it's nobody's business. Yeah, but I think they have more knees than wide receiver, though. Well, I mean, they don't have a really good second receiver. They can't just let AB get triple covered every time. They won't even break a thousand yards. That's true. That's true. All right, so we did it on the last podcast. We did just a couple weeks ago, but Ian Day wasn't here with us, and so as always, since we have a little bit of time left, it's time for way too early predictions. So me and Justin gave this last time we were here, but Ian Day, you didn't. You weren't here, so we want to hear your way too early predictions. So. Give us the division winner out of every single division. All right. So, ooh, wow. This is going to be, this is hard. Ugh. I'm going to be honest with you. Obviously, we're going to start with the AFC. AFC East, I don't see anybody else but the Patriots. That's, that's going to, that team is, like, even, even without Brady and Gronk, that team is so complete. Even without I mean, Gronk. With that April Fool's joke yesterday, though. Did y'all see that? He's no, like, I'm retiring. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. Man, losing Brady and Gronk in the same year. Oh, oh that'd be gosh. Cool. And they lost a defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I feel like the Patriots is, is such a complete team. I cannot see anybody else in the in the East upsetting the Patriots. I don't know, man. The Dolphins train back in the first round getting Drew Locke, you know, 16 and 0. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> I knew you yeah, you had to change that. Um, okay. In my two way two early predictions we did the other week, I had the Dolphins getting the first overall pick, so Um okay, so now moving on to AFC North. This one's hard. I may regret saying this, but I feel like it's gonna be close between the Ravens and the Browns. I feel like it's gonna be really, really close, but I'm gonna have the Ravens edging it out. I have faith in I have faith in Lamar Jackson. I think he's gonna lead that team. He's it's not gonna be a great record, but I feel like those that team is just it's gonna be really close, but it's I don't know. It's, that's just what I it's it, I feel it in my bones. I don't know why. Okay, I had a similar take on that. I think this is gonna be close, but I think the winner of that division will go eleven and five. I think it will be Cleveland. They will be one and done in the playoffs. The Raiders, the Ravens will squeeze in at a wild card of ten and six, but they'll also lose first round. I I also have the Browns making it, but I have the Ravens not even making the playoffs. I have them actually having a worse record than the Steelers next year. Whoa! I I don't believe in Lamar, but I think that they. But have they have enough talent on that team to at least win two games. They don't have the center of their defense anymore. I, I don't think their defense is as good. They lost a lot of pieces on that defense. Yeah, they and did. They, they, rely- too, though, man. they relied on their defense a lot last year. And yeah, you do get a better safety, but like, what else did they get? Tell me, like, what else did they get on defense to make and whatever, whoever we had them. Oh, they didn't even draft defense in the first round. They drafted Marquise Brown. So I yeah, think, I still don't think that was a great pick. I thing, don't think that was a good pick. When the Ravens make the playoffs, like yes, their offense is usually like decent, okay, but it's their defense that leads them in, and their defense is not as good as it used to be because they lost a lot of key players. I don't think they'll make the playoffs. All right. Okay. So the South, I'm gonna, I, I think I'm gonna go with the Colts winning that division. Yep. I have faith in the Colts. I want to see them win the South. It's a dream of mine. I think the Colts picked up a really good front seven man in Dexter Lawrence, who I think is really going to push the pocket forward, and I think it's going to give the Colts that defensive boost they need because they already have the best offensive line in the league. They have an Andrew Luck who played lights out last year. They have T.Y. Hilton as an all-star receiver still. And so I think they're also going to go receiver in the second round Yeah, and get A.J. Brown. Now, here's the one that I've been really – I the AFC West, the Chiefs win if – Mahomes doesn't bust. This was like this year he was lights out, like so good. I don't think he's going to he's going to be as good as he was that year. 
I do think they are still going. I do. I do think they're going to have a winning record. I think they're going to go eleven and five, but it's going to be really close. I okay. So I'm gonna. So last time I said the Chiefs are going to win. I thought about it a couple weeks. I'm going to kind of go with where you were going last time. You said I, the Chargers are going to win last time. No, I'm pretty sure I said the Chiefs, but maybe I did say Chargers. Right. But I had it being close this year. I think it's not even going to be that close this year. Like the, I think the Chiefs are barely going to make the playoffs. Here's why. Same thing with the Ravens. They lost a lot of defense, man. They, they lost, didn't have a lot of defense at the beginning. Right. Like they picked up the honey they, badger, but who else? They lost their best players, man. They bought, They lost Eric Berry. They lost Justin Houston. They lost D Ford. And just like the Ravens, they went offensive line in the first round, not defense. Right. So I can see them squeaking into the first round on their offense alone. But I, I can see them winning a lot of games that are like 30-plus points each team. Really close. Mahomes wins it by himself, pretty much. Like, I can see that. But a lot of it also, will Tyreek Hill even play this season? Like, if he doesn't play, I don't know if they can make the playoffs. And so there's a lot of hinging on this team, and mostly it's their defense. I think that we're overhyping the Chiefs way too much. I think the Chargers are going to easily run away with the title at 11-5. and Maybe even 12-4. I I think, if any. Yeah, I mean... Again, I th- I think it's all it's very like I said they might have the Chiefs, but it all depends on how how well like those couple those first couple of games play. All right, moving on to the NFC NFC North. Who you got? Hmm, I don't want to talk about this division. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Packers fan, for all you don't know. Yeah, I know, and it's really as it pains me to say it, as it really pains me to say it. I might actually have the Bears winning the division again. I can see that as well. That defense last year was so solid. Khalil Mack did so well for that defense. I can't see anybody else overtaking them in that division. Hopefully, look, I'd love to see the Packers win the NFC North. I would love to do that. It ain't going to happen, though. I feel like they're, if anything, they're going to just barely get into the playoffs. It'll be like, it's like think, two seasons after they won the Super Bowl, when they just barely got into the playoffs after, after an air, a throw after the a touchdown to... I think it was Randall Cobb at the end of the Bear at the final yeah. game against the Bears when they where they tied. It's gonna be that's I feel like it's gonna be that season, but they're gonna lose in that first round. I was gonna say, don't you dare say the Packers are going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I would look, I wanna see them in the Super Bowl, but they are still they have been Super Bowl cal they they've been Super Bowl caliber level, like of they've been that good, but they just haven't they just don't have a great defense. Like their defense their front seven, they used to have a solid front seven. But now they lost Clay, lost it, they lost Clay Matthews, they lost they just lost haha. I mean they they really need to build that defense before they become Super Bowl caliber. I think again. they've started to build that defense though. In the offseason they picked up three solid defensive players in free agency. So I yeah, I think nine and seven barely squeak in, maybe eight and eight, ten and six. Nine and seven is not good enough for the NFC to make in the playoffs. You mess it up. Okay, NFC East. I think I think this probably might be a no brainer. I don't know. NFC I feel East like is never not, a no brainer. I for oh, yeah. me, I, I I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be the Cowboys again. This is one of those where they go ten and six. I don't think the the Cowboys are that good of a team, but I do think they're they're gonna be the best out of all. I would be the best out of the division. I do. Ha- I may. I I might be sleeping on the Redskins. I mean, again, home. There, that's my hometown team. Like I'm from DC. So hoping, but I I think it's gonna be the Cowboys. Why I know. You talk about the NFC East and not even mention the Eagles. If Carson Wentz can stay healthy, this that's the is by and there and the there is and that's why because I because who well, they that is offensive line in the first round. I think if they can keep Carson Wentz on his feet. Stop making him scramble around so much. I think Carson Wentz can very well lead this team to a ten and six 
division winning spot. I think the Cowboys will go nine and seven, miss about one game. I think the Redskins will be right there at eight and eight. Yeah, I can definitely see the Cowboys making the playoffs. I think it's going to come down to if the Cowboys play the Eagles. I think it's going to come down to that last game. But honestly, I mean, I think we can all say this. Any team but the Giants are going to win that division <laughs> next year. <laughs> Anyone Anyone but, but the, the Giants, Giants really. Yeah. I mean, they did get, you know, if it if it happens the way that our mock draft said, like they're going to get Dwayne Haskins. And so he they, might it'll be the next year if, if the Giants ever even become a contender in the in the East, but not this year. But if they year. do get Haskins, I can see Manning like being pulled halfway through the season and then them win like four games in a row to end their season. Like yeah. I can see that. And then, like, you know, like, upset the Redskins last game of the season, and then Redskins are out of the playoffs. Like, I can see the Giants as being that team if they get Haskins and he's introduced, like, last half of the season, well, the upsetting Giants, some teams. The Giants also just lost their best defensive player. They won't be able to stop a turtle running across the field. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. I don't know about that. I mean, I don't know. I think they got a decent return for when they traded Odell. And they just got another safety, so they got two pretty good safeties, but... I want to move on to the South, the NFC South, which has been a division I don't think a lot of people have been really, like, really think about because it's just, the Saints were just really, were just that good last year. The Saints were just that good. I don't know if they can repeat that, though. They will win the division, but I don't think they're going to be as good as that is. It will be, I, I don't know. It, it'll probably be like, uh, I probably, I have the winning 11 and 5 with the Falcons being, with Falcons finishing second. All right. I know uh, I, I gotta go to Armitage. I'm a Falcons fan. So the Atlanta still has almost, 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 is a first trip, almost, the same team that they had when they went to the Super Bowl. Uh, last year they were plagued with injuries. This year they'll all be back. We'll all be healthy. We have an offensive coordinator coming back to the team that used to play with us. So Matt Ryan already knows the system. Dan Quinn's taking over defensive coordinator spot who, you know, coached Legion of Boom when he was in Seattle. So we're going to have coaching, finally, which is the one thing Atlanta's missed. We will be recovered from injuries. You know, we always give the Saints a tough rush. It will be between Atlanta and the Saints. But I think Atlanta definitely has the talent to go 12-4 and this year and could very well perhaps go back to the Super Bowl. I, I am a Falcons fan, but I'm not just overstating my boundaries here. This is a great team right here. And getting the offense, uh, the defense. Now, now listen, I've never said, I never said the Falcons are not a solid. Like, the Falcons are solid. Like, they are, they are rock solid. But I, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, this is, it's going to be a very interesting division to look out for. The South, I just, let's just say, again, this same thing you were saying about the, the NFC East, anyone but the Bucks. And, and probably the Panthers, not the Panthers. Either. And the Panthers. Because the Panthers, we didn't even look at that in the, in the draft <laughs> because Cam Newton's not playing next year. So I could have honestly, I didn't even think about that, that they could have like traded up God quarterback or God quarterback at 16, but. Yeah, anybody but the Bucks and the Panthers. I think the Bucks are going to be on the rise in a couple of years because of Bruce Arians. I think they will. Not this year though. It, yeah, that's, that's, be it, it'll be like it'll be like the Giants, where I think you can like like I was saying with Dwayne Haskins. I feel like his the Giants will be a contender then then the following season, but not this season. I feel like the Buccaneers, their new weapons, and they just sort of start molding that team into sort of getting to. Where the next season they can then become the contenders, but I still don't think they're gonna they're gonna win the division. I feel like even if we're talking about if we're following that, I feel like they're still gonna finish third, but they'll still gonna slowly get better to the point that we're yes, they will become they can become contender. Yeah, and it is gonna be between the Falcons and Saints, and I think the Saints are gonna win it. I I think the Falcons though are gonna I'm gonna agree. They're gonna give them they, a run for their money. They won't win the division, but I can definitely see them in the NFC Championship next year. Like just like. Crushing, like not crushing, but getting really close because their offense 
their offense, I think, is one of the better ones in that. Offense is so soft. I remember, I remember that that season. The the Fal- I was I was so thoroughly impressed with the Falcons' offense. I was like, well, I mean, they, I guess the Saints brought back a lot of their same players, except for Mark Ingram. But Mark Ingram, I think they got a pretty decent replacement for him and Murray, the running back who was with the Raiders and the Vikings. I think they got a pretty decent replacement for him. I think. Last year, I think the Falcons would have made the playoffs if they didn't have all their injuries. They don't have that this year. I think the Falcons could give the Saints a run for money, but I think the Saints are going to win it. And finally, the West. Should we all just say it on three? One, two, three. Rams. Rams. <laughs> like, I don't I think. See. Where do, who, who else? Who, Mr. who else? Mr. Uh, no cap ceiling. They've gotten so many players. They've improved on an already great team. They have so much depth. Who's going who's who's to beat them? <laughs> I, I can't see the Seahawks beating them, but I can see them going, like, possibly to the playoffs. But, like, the Rams, I could definitely see them. Number one overall seed again. 14-2. and two. I think they're going to 14-2. Yeah, but I feel like they're going to I feel like they will finish the same way they finished last year, 13-3. and three. I don't think I don't think we're going to. Let's go bold prediction here, and I'm going to say so. First round, they're going to face the Falcons and lose, and and the divisional. I could see that right away. Hmm. I don't think I think they're not going to do as well as they did last year in the playoffs. Fun fact: last time the Rams lost a playoff game, it was to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. That's true. Fun fact. Fun oh, fact. look at you! Look at you being all happy and getting yeah. <laughs> all of us liking your team. And I knew what that was like. I feel so fluffy. <laughs> All right, so let's bold prediction again. Super Bowl. Who do you have next year? Who do you have winning? Way too early prediction. You know who I don't have going to the Super Bowl? The Patriots. I don't think they're going to the Patriots this year. The the Patriots are not going to the Super Bowl. There we go. I think it is going to be the Falcons, and y'all going. You you may not may disagree with me on this one, but I want to see this. I want to see the Falcons and the Colts. I want to see it. I want to see that. Ooh, that sounds I fun. Wanna, I want to so see fun. that. That'll be it won't such... happen, but that sounds like so much fun. That'll be such a great game. I said this last time. Uh, I, I, I got to stay consistent because nothing's happened yet. We just had this a couple weeks ago. But I hate saying that the Patriots won't make the Super Bowl. Because every time you say, no, they're not making the Super Bowl, they're done. They're there. No matter. That team last year was not even close to being a great Patriot team. But they are a Patriot team. You can never say they're not going to go to the Super Bowl. Therefore, by default, the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl, and I, since Justin last time banned me from saying Atlanta, I, I think that uh, the Patriots are going... Who did I say last time? Patriots and who? I have no idea, dude. Rams, maybe? No, I don't think no, we're winning a rematch. Probably wasn't the Rams. No. I, I think it's going to be Patriots and Falcons, but... Okay, you can say that, then. I'll let you yeah. say that. <laughs> All right. Patriots and Falcons. So here, I'm... So you said Colts. I said, said Colts Patriots. AFC, there's a quarterback that still needs a ring. I was drafted in the O, I want to say O four class, with Ben Roethlisberger and Eli Manning, and he still needs a ring. And I think that this is going to be the season that he finally gets it. Phil Rivers is going to be in the Super Bowl, and he's going to face the Saints. And Breeze won't get his second, but I think you know Drew Breeze losing to his former team. I think that's how the season could end, but this is way too early, though, to say it. Well, it is way too early predictions. That's true. Okay, so thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been Beyond the Blitz. Blitz.